This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome to your weekend, everybody. It's time for the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. Alongside Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFalco. We're with you each and every Friday night, 7 to 8. Encore replay Saturday mornings at 8 a.m. We're rolling into week three in the National Football League. Uh, more college football plus the start of the SEC season. And I got to say, uh, it's been a little bit of a rough go for us in terms of our best plays so far. Mike and I will continue to try to do better. We really didn't have a stretch like this. Last year, where we picked and gave out winners uh, roughly about 60%. I don't remember a stretch where we went 1-8 and eight combined, Mike. No, and I uh, tell you this, Carl. First of all, great to talk to you, but also i got to be honest. I mean, it's been like four years for me since I've had a record where I didn't even have a win yet. Mm. I mean, to be 0-5, but here's my deal. I mean, I had said at the beginning, hey, guess what, 220. It's 2020. Look out. I mean, because... <laughs> it's COVID. <laughs> well, I didn't say that, but remember I said go light because we don't yeah, know how true. these these teams are going to react. And I just think, I mean, they're talking about like Matthew Wolf and golf because there's no crowd being able to hang in there. Well, how about some of these younger football teams that, that are getting it done or, or maybe surprising people? I have no excuse except that I've been in every game. Last week I had Philadelphia. I had Detroit. But I got to be honest, the first week week of the NFL I won, even though I I did, didn't have a winning pick. And I, I, I told Randy Merck and our talented producer this. I said, listen, you know how bad things got? I was going to bet DeChambeau, and I forgot because of the games. Oh, my God. Yeah, and I'm working on the game. So I worked overtime this week. I was up at 4 o'clock. I'm not kidding. I'm not one of those guys that touts stuff. I'm not Stu Finer. Hey, I was up at 4 o'clock in the morning when he wasn't. I was up at 4 o'clock in the morning, and I've been working hard. And and, and I, I love the encouragement that you and Yurko gave me <laughs> when I already gave out uh, the, uh, the picks yeah. this morning. It was unbelievable. I, I felt like, you know, okay, the resume means nothing. Mike has now got the clown nose on. Uh, and, uh, you know, I want to be start to be called Javi no, because no. I'm having that kind of year like Javi is uh, right now a, with the Cubs. A Chris Bryant year, a Javi year. No, okay, we're, call we're, me Chris North. We are working very hard to do better in the best plays. Uh, someone yep. uh, earlier on Twitter was saying, uh, you know, why even give locks? First of all, Mike and I never use the word lock. There is no, no. such thing as a lock in sports gambling. Um, so you can. He go wants ahead us and to give the that. leads. That guy, <laughs> I saw that he wants us to give the leads because he's been keeping track. We've been kicking butt with the leads. The leads but are good. that means nothing with these best bet things. And you no. know what? I, I don't abandon ship. This is the design that we put together. We're sticking with it. And you know what? It's early. It's like April 30th of a Major League Baseball season. Right. So we got plenty of time to write the ship. And we will. And uh, we'll talk Bears and Falcons here. That's the week three matchup. Uh, we did tell everybody uh, don't go betting the Bears when they're a favorite last week. Now, it looked good in the first half, up 17. They didn't score, of course, in the second half. They missed a field goal late, and the Giants did cover. The Bears did not. So while the Bears are, in my opinion, never a play as a favorite because you are burning Monday uh, money, 12-19 and 19 against the spread as a favorite since 2015, they're a little bit better in this spot, Mike. You know, Nagy 6-5 and five for what it's worth against the spread when they're taking points. That's since 2018. I do think they're going to face a very, very hungry and determined Atlanta team. But it's a Falcons team 
that's beat up. We found out today uh, Ricardo Allen is not going to play, so it takes another defensive player Ooh. off of the field for Atlanta. Hey, takes off one of their starters away, and their defense has not been good. And any you keep plucking starters off of a defense in the NFL – uh, that's never a good thing. So this could be a good spot for the Bears getting a field goal this weekend. I like the Bears in this one. I really do. I would like the Bears in this matchup. I, you know, Julio Jones, it's been Julio Jones. He's banged up. He's banged uh, there's up. A, yep. he's, there's a bunch of guys banged up. Matt Ryan is a heck of a quarterback. There's no doubt about it. But you know what? He's been a heck of a quarterback for years. They caught him Matty Ice. Maybe he's Matty too nice. Maybe he goes into to the Falcon front office and says, how about a little bit more talent around me? I mean, they're the southern Detroit Lions in a way. And that number 87, who's on the uh, recovery team yeah. for the onside kick, Terrible. I would have fired him right on the sidelines. He watched the ball just roll around. And then after everybody jumps after it finally, he's still standing there. I mean, you got to – be more aggressive. I think it's a tough loss to come back from, so I would lean the Bears. You can, uh, you know, you, you you can on special teams plays like that, snafus like that, or onside oh. kick, uh, oh. you know, mistakes that we've seen over the years. You think of Seattle and Green Bay in the NFC Championship game a couple years ago. For for all of that, I, I don't know that I've ever seen anything like what happened in the Dallas Atlanta no. game. I, I the players forgot the rules. Uh, the Atlanta players didn't know they could jump on the football. I, I was it was stunning, Mike. Number eighty seven. I don't even know who he is. I don't care who he is. I would have done a patent with him on the sidelines. Mm. He would have he would have had to fly home on his own ticket. I mean, you talk about gutless. My God, jump for the ball. When you're ten years old playing Pop Warner, you're taught jump for the ball. And you know what? Huge win for Dak Prescott. Yeah. Huge win for Dak Prescott and for the Dallas Cowboys. They don't impress me. He doesn't impress me, but they got out of it and he played well in that game. That might have saved their season. You know, you you fall into those O two holes. Uh, it's tough to come out of them. You know, nine times out of ten, you miss the playoffs when you're 0-2. It happens, but not very often. Right. And that's why week two already is always so key. The Bears could move to 3-0 and with a win for the first time since 2013. That was the Who are we playing in week four? The Bears play the Colts next week at home. I'm making a special announcement. I'm being the first to break this story. <laughs> Mitch Trubisky will start week four. Okay, Carmen. You are, but you're right about that. <laughs> You got it. You're, you're, that, that, that's going to happen. I don't care how bad it gets this That's weekend. right. And I don't think it will, but yes, no. he's going to start next he's, week. And too. if they beat Atlanta, then the confidence factor grows. I like the way Montgomery's been running the yes. football. Uh, Allen Robinson, okay, get your game face on again. You had a bad week. You, sh- you admitted you should have fought for that football. Uh, I, I had two guys that love Allen Robinson tell me he's sort of half you know what did in that game they thought so you know what get your respect factor back a lot of people didn't like what you did uh, you know the media was sort of like vanilla towards it but there's some people that got turned off by what Allen did and I think he'll bounce back I think he will too uh, yeah. so far through two weeks in the NFL games averaging this does not factor in the last night's action this was just through the uh, first uh, 32 games of the season games have averaged 50.3 points per game and almost 750 oh. yards of offense it's the highest averages through two weeks since the merger Mike back in 1970 uh, last well, night's game did signals. go under yeah. You could call signals with no noise. Yes. I mean, there's there's nothing to get well, in your and, way. And there's no there's nothing. Yurko keeps making this point. A lot of times, especially when you're at home. Now, the home yep. teams have done pretty well. You know, they've yep. got a 19-14 and 14 record. But a lot of times when you're at home, you sort of 
you do like it when that crowd is there on your side when you're sure. on the field playing defense trying to get a big stop, and that's gone right now. Yeah, it is. It's gone right now. But it's been a pretty good, I mean, first couple weeks. Uh, I think that basically when you look at the, the games – I just think I just think that the Bears are going to be one of those new teams that didn't make the playoffs the year before. Yeah. I'm just feeling good about this ball club, and I think we'll talk more about New Orleans and Green Bay yes. uh, because I think the Bears got an opportunity here if they win this game. Yeah, I mean, with the added playoff spot, right? I mean, it, and you're yep. already two and zero. It does make it yep. look good, um, doesn't it? I mean, well, I mean, look at the Cubs. I mean, we could go in another sport. They are absolutely struggling. By the way, my week this week has been fantastic. You know why it's been fantastic? You bet against Ashamedly the Cubs. for I've been betting against the Sox and the Cubs, and I had, and this is a good sign for this week. Hopefully, I had Miami last night. So things are. I'm a streak player. Yeah. But I mean, betting the, against the Cubs and the Sox is gold. So now that's what, what we call quandary because they're playing each other. Exactly. Now. You need the Cubs to win the series to win your total bet, too, don't you? I need one game. You need one game. Okay. I can't believe it. I remember oh you telling God. me about a month ago on the show. It was a lock. Are you kidding? You uh, told we're not supposed me. to say lock. That was a yeah, lock. Yeah, you had a, you had the baton in your hand. You were like the guy in the music, man. You were leading the charge, oh and I was with God. you for the over. So, yeah, I need that because I, I lost the Sox under. You know? Wow, yeah. I mean, that looked, I mean, a month ago, you're right. You looked at that. And Can said, I just well, say, that, come on. Oh, my God. I need Hugh. I'm a big Hugh Darvish <laughs> you need fan. You tonight. Well, oh. you, got the, you got the guy in the mound to do it, so that's probably a good thing. Well, David Ross, I'll tell you what, it's a good thing he's on a short leash. And, and Renteria has just done nothing but hurt oh, himself over terrible. the past couple of weeks. I mean, it's just unbelievable some of the nonsense I've seen. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been. But Nagy's been week. solid. So far, so good, and the play calling's been pretty good too. Do you know what? Do you know the coach? They they listed the other day, the coach of the year odds, and they listed fifteen coaches. Do you know they didn't list Nagy? I'm not shocked at that. I guess another well, uh, if they move they'll to three list and them o, after three and zero. If they move to three and zero, I have a feeling Matt Nagy's going to be listed. I know right? he's got odds, but they decided, you know what? He's not going to win it. And the last time somebody doubted Nagy was two years ago. Really? Yeah. Speaking Period. of uh, futures odds in the NFL, we'll look at the updated MVP odds and tell you mm-hmm. how those have been adjusted through two weeks. Uh, we've got more of the NFL board to work our way through. We've got NBA uh, playoff games tonight and tomorrow. We could have the finals all set by tomorrow night. We shall see. Uh, just here at the bottom of the hour, the Celtics and the Heat are going to be getting underway in Game 5. So lots to talk about. Don't go anywhere. Luke Pergandy, our buddy from Prop Swap. Yeah. He's going to join us next. The action is hot at Prop Swap. You want to talk about futures bets, buying and selling? We're going to get the lowdown from our buddy Luke Pergandy when we come back on The Odds Couple. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeValgo and Mike North on ESPN 1000. VIP. Back inside the Odds Couple. Welcome, everybody. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco. We are presented by Prop Swap. And, Mike, it is that time to talk to our buddy Luke <laughs> Candy from Prop Swap. Oh, it's a glorious time here to be buying and selling futures bets on Prop Swap, isn't it? Luke, what's going on, pal? Nothing, man. We got a U.S. Open last weekend. We got NBA Finals coming up. We got the Stanley Cup. We got Chiefs Ravens on Monday. Oh, it's a... Uh, 
What a time to be alive for a sports fan. And the Heat, I mean, you told us last week, I think somebody bought that Heat ticket. I mean, the Heat are, and that game's coming up here. We're going to, when that game's over, uh, when we're done tonight at 8, we're going to take you to that game. They're going to be getting underway in Orlando. I mean, the Heat can punch its ticket to the NBA Finals uh, tonight. Luke, it's crazy. It's, it's so cool. It's so cool they're doing this. Tyler Hero is playing out of his mind. Oh. This kid's 20 years old. I was 20 years old. I was doing beer bongs at, at a frat house, and this kid's dropping 30 points in a conference championship to go to the NBA Finals. It's awesome. Unbelievable. Who well, had- awesome is awesome. Billy Donovan, I mean, a surprise to me. I remember in 2006 I got inducted into Chicagoland Radio uh, Sports Hall of Fame, uh, the Chicagoland Sports Hall of Fame, and Billy Donovan was honored as the Ray Meyer Award mm. winner, and we sat and talked for about 10 minutes. Uh, what has that done for the psyche uh, tickets being sold, NBA stuff like that is, you know, the the, the next season's going to start soon, isn't it? Well, who knows? They might be January by the time it's done. Wow, but I mean, you know, but they're going to play a full season, Luke. Right? That seems like that's their plan. Yeah, yeah, they're going to play eighty-two. Um, I mean, I Cuban's been calling for years that the NBA should start in the winter, yep. in the late winter, December, January, and then the NBA Finals would play in July and August, where yeah. typically. July and August are dead months yep. for sports. It's really just regular season baseball. Um, so I, I hope they keep the, the, the normal schedule moving forward. Is is started in January and then finish it in, in July and August when we're just having to watch you know regular season baseball during those months. So throw an NBA Finals would be would be awesome. I think Cuban gets it. I mean, why are you competing in uh, October, November, early December against the National Football League? It's just right. it's, Nobody can compete against it right now. So they might use this as an opportunity to permanently change that calendar. Speaking of the NFL, I mean, the Rams were a hot ticket uh, going into last week. Now they're 2-0. and You know, the Packers are 2-0. and What are some of the hot teams being uh, bought and sold on PropSwap, Luke? Yeah, Content- to Packers and Rams, e- easily the two hottest teams. Uh, we can't keep a Chiefs ticket on the shelf. Hmm. You know, guys are taking small profits. They're, you know, buying them for 100 bucks, flipping them for 125 um, we every single Chiefs ticket that gets posted is sold. They're they get gobbled up, and you know they look terrible against the Chargers. They obviously pulled out a win. They had a good overtime to do it, but um, you know I, I get the Edwards Hilaire hype. He's he's a freak. It seems like they're going to give him the the rock twenty to thirty times a game. So I understand it. Um, but yeah, the the Rams and the Packers. The Rams they both opened up at forty to fifty to one odds. They're both down to like fifteen to one or twenty to one tops. Um, and Kyler Murray to an MVP is yeah. super popular. He's what's awesome. Russell Wilson, I was going to say Wilson, uh, yeah. playing out of his mind on, on in Seattle, beating New England on Sunday. So it's it's hot right now. And Russell Wilson is now the Vegas favorite to win MVP. Um, so the, as those odds plummet, I mean, now's the time if you're interested, I, I suppose, or if you've got one that you want to sell, now's the time to put it up on Prop Swap, right? Because yeah, those odds are starting to drop quickly with the way Russell Wilson has played. Yeah, yeah, and you know, remember that those bets aren't getting paid until the weekend before the Super Bowl, right? Right. So you're talking the end of January is when you're going to get paid on this thing, versus selling it on PropSwap. We're in September. Yeah. You know, like you can cash out on this thing and four months earlier than the sportsbook is going to pay you out and take the money and you know bet on something else. Pick up a Cam Newton to an MVP ticket or. You know, Packers win the Super Bowl ticket. Like we're we're a much earlier version of of cash out than the sportsbooks are. 
PropSwap.com. That's the place. Uh, check it out for yourself. Oh. And Luke, we'll talk to you next Friday. Have a great weekend, oh. buddy. Thanks, Carmen. Thanks, Mike. You guys, too. See you, pal. There All right, pal. Luke Pergandy at Luke Pergandy on Twitter. And uh, follow PropSwap on Twitter, too, simply at PropSwap. I was talking to Luke. He told me uh, his stepfather used to come into my, our hot dog stand, Beebe's. And then I uh, talked to B about it. And, uh, you know, she's, over, she's listening. And... Uh, I've got to tell you something. She remembers everybody. <laughs> that was a legendary stand. I was surprised to know that his dad came in, though. He's a Chicago guy. See, he's got Absolutely. Chicago roots. The old man used to get in there, and I have used the to hot get dogs. in, have the fries with the coke, and 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 the hot dog, uh, mustard, relish, onion, tomato, pickle, couple dynamite sticks, celery sauce. Drag it through the garden, the my per- friend. The perfect Chicago hot oh. dog. Yeah, you know Russell Wilson is now the favorite in Vegas. He is uh, priced a little bit shorter than the two preseason favorites, Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. I mean, none of them have a loss yet. You think about the way they've played. Uh, Merkin's guy, Josh Allen, has played pretty well. His odds have come down. Uh, Kyler Murray's odds are are coming down considerably. I mean, it's hard because it's two games, but uh, it is why if you've got any of these futures tickets, you should be looking on PropSwap or look to buy and sell because Mm -hmm. you could get them and turn them quickly. Things could look very different 14 weeks from now, and maybe it won't be Kyler Murray or or Russell Wilson, and maybe somebody else emerges, but Russell Wilson has been fabulous through the first Well, I find it amazing, Carm. I mean, two years ago on uh, my Bears Barroom podcast, I was saying he was the best quarterback in football, but naturally there's been thunder stolen, not because of him, but because of other quarterbacks, Brady, for instance, and Patrick Mahomes, and Lamar Jackson. It's not a revelation to me. This kid has been winning since he went to Wisconsin. I, I, it makes me sick to my stomach, and it's not just the Bears. I mean, he was a third-round pick, yes. and that, to me, when he went to Wisconsin his senior year and got it done, I just said to myself, this guy's going to be special, and I thought they looked at his height, they looked at other things, and I, I'm trying to figure out. I keep hearing how great the scouting is for these teams in the National Football League. That's one they missed the boat on. Yeah, and then uh, to add insult to injury, you had Mike Tice's son this week saying that his dad uh, was going. Now, his dad, you know, Mike Tice was never a decision maker with the Bears. He was a coordinator, but still, I mean, he had some influence when. And he, he was, was a former head coach, was he not? He yeah, but he was not with the Bears. I'm just no, saying he I was the offensive that. coordinator. Right. Nate, uh, and I think his name is Nate. Nate Tice, I believe. Mike Tice's son said that uh, the his dad was pushing hard in the fourth round that year if he had gotten to them for the Bears to take Russell Wilson. But of well, course, why wasn't he pushing hard in the first, uh, third, two rounds? In, in the third round, I don't in know. In the third round. Yeah, but he, you know, and he's got some ties to Wisconsin, and he, uh, he knew, you know, uh, he, Look, he loved Russell Wilson. That's what They uh, don't the like local guys, the Bears. Thank God they took my cousin Cole Komet, because I'm telling you, they took Walt Harris over Mike Allstott. All he did was oh, make boy. the front page. <laughs> I mean, the front page sometimes. Because he ran for Joliet Catholic. He was right down the street. And all I kept hearing was we weren't going to take him. And we didn't. And I I just don't get it. I don't get some of these people that try to outsmart themselves or think that what they're watching is quit looking at stats, quit looking at needs. Sometimes you just got to go. And we needed a running back, and we didn't take him. Mike, you wanted to talk Saints and Packers. That's one of the primetime games this weekend. You know, Drew Brees hasn't looked particularly sharp yet. I wouldn't totally rule out Drew Brees just yet, though. I think once Mike Thomas gets back, it will make a difference. But Packers catching three here, a line that actually opened 
Uh, the Packers were a little bit more of an underdog, but the line is now down to three. They're just the fourth team in the history of the National Football League to have more than 80 points and more than 1,000 yards through two weeks. So it looks like Aaron Rodgers is on this scorched-earth uh, scorched mission to prove everybody that he's still maybe the best quarterback in the NFL. He's been great. I know that the Packers, as a dog, recently have been very good. They've covered four of their last five as an underdog, and they're getting a field goal in primetime on Sunday. I'm happy for him. I'm taking the Saints. That's one of my All right, picks. That's one of your I'm picks. I'm jumping out early. I love it. I'm not waiting till the end. You and I'll Furman. I'll review it at the end. You and Furman love it. Because I, well, I did not know Todd. Todd, Todd I did loved, not know, but I know Todd, Todd liked, was on the show. Yeah, he likes the Saints too. Yep. Well, then me and Furman are together. Won't be the first you'll, time. You'll give us a little bit more of a breakdown on that when we're, uh, as we Absolutely. go along. How about the Monday night or two? You want to talk about a matchup. I mean, is this going to be great Chiefs and Ravens? I mean, this is, we're talking about Mahomes and Jackson. Uh, I don't think, I think I read a stat from Elias this week that it's never happened before. Two MVPs under the age of 25, Mike, meeting up in a regular season NFL game. Uh, It's incredible. I mean, the Ravens have won 14 straight regular season games. Kansas City has won eight straight regular season games, 11 straight overall if you count the playoffs. Think about that. The Chiefs haven't walked off the field a loser, Mike, since November 10th of last year. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it is amazing. And 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 they're getting points this weekend, Mike, on Monday. Yeah, it's what, three and a half here right now? Yep, three, three and a half. All right, three, three and a half. I mean, you know what? I mean, I could see Baltimore at home winning this game. Me too. It doesn't seem like a mystery to me. I'm not going to say if they will or if they won't, but I mean – it's hard not to take Kansas City getting three and a half. I noticed two very live dogs this week, ladies and gentlemen, that look like they could be in trouble. Mm. But I look at the Chicago Bears as a live dog, and I look at the, I look at Kansas City as a live dog. I really do. I mean, but that doesn't mean I'm going to pick them. Yeah. But I mean, my God, like you just said, you're giving Patrick Mahomes points until you see who's on the other side. And don't forget Lamar Jackson. I mean, he's already exceeded anything I ever thought he was. Oh, for be. sure. He's incredible. I know. I mean, you know, Mahomes, I'll be the first to admit, I wanted Watson. I would have taken Mahomes second. But I wasn't a big fan of his either. So, you know what? This is a showcase game. Oh. It's going to be a big watch game. Uh, these two guys, I don't, you don't know how to defend them. I mean, if you rush four, you know what? They'll run. If you rush seven, uh, they'll throw a screen. Uh, I mean, they're both very intelligent quarterbacks. I like I like Lamar Jackson. He's, you know, he reminds me of the guys I grew up with around mm-hmm. Wilson and Broadway. People like that. Great guy. Just a just a real humble guy. Seems like he gets it. Both guys get it. I, you know, I don't think you'll ever read about either one of these guys in the paper outside of doing wonderful things on the football field. A dream matchup Monday night for the NFL in Week Three. And remember, Patrick Mahomes after the rally last week in uh, San in I almost did it in Los Angeles against the Chargers. Patrick Mahomes is nine and zero in September in his career with twenty eight touchdowns and zero interceptions chew on that for a second everybody when we come back mike and i have more football to talk about plus nba playoff action tipping off tonight and then game five tomorrow as the lakers try to advance over the nuggets we'll cover some of that some college football jim miller with ponies oh yeah and he was hot last weekend don't go anywhere we're rolling along on the odds couple this is the odds couple on espn 1000 Back inside the odds couple, it's Carmen DeFalco and Mike North. Hit us up on Twitter. Mike is at North to North. 
I'm at Carmen DeFelco. We are brought to you each and every week by Prop Swap. And uh, when we're done at 8 o'clock tonight, we'll hook you up with Game 5 of the Eastern Conference Finals uh, down in Orlando in the bubble. Jimmy Butler and the Heat can punch its ticket to the NBA Finals. I didn't think I'd be saying that. The Celtics, a favorite again as they're about to get underway. I think they've been a favorite in every game. They're laying three tonight. Miami is 11-2 and two straight up and against the spread in the playoffs. 11-2, and two, Mike. Wow. Yeah. I have no read on this game. I charted it. If I had a play, I'd play it. I wouldn't be ashamed to. But, I mean, I have no read. It's been a great, great series. It really, really has. And uh, may the best team win. I mean, Jimmy Butler, I'm a huge fan. I'm a bigger fan of his now than he was when he was with the Bulls. I think I am, too. I agree yeah, with that. <laughs> I think most people are. Um, he he's just uh, take no prisoners type of guy. He's my type of ball player, and uh, you know what? It's going to be a great series. But like I said, no read on the game. Yeah, I'm not going to bet the game tonight nope. either. Um, the Heat are looking to be just the uh, first five seed in about the last 25 years to mm-hmm. win an NBA title. I mean, the last time this happened, or a seed that low, we know it just doesn't really happen that often in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And when you hear the team, you're not going to be that shocked. I, you know, they were, they were still a five seed, but it was Hakeem Olajuwon and the Rockets in 95. That's the last five seed to actually go on and win an NBA title. And yeah. uh, the Heat might get there with one more How win. How would you like to be a LeBron James teammate like Anthony Davis and hear LeBron James, he's not crying, he's not an MVP, that he's the MVP? Huh? Yeah, it's like think... Keith Richards crying that he, he should be MVP of the Rolling Stones. Hey, I because want... I think Anthony Davis is the the player on that team. I think if LeBron's on the Lakers without Anthony Davis and they got somebody else in there and Kuzma's one of their top three players, supposedly, they're not here. And Barkley was hinting at that last night on TNT too, Mike, that if they're going to win, they need it. That it's going to be Anthony Davis being their best player. That's the man. Yeah, maybe it's good. Maybe uh, Anthony Davis will say, you know what? I think I will try somewhere else and get away from LeBron. He is a beast. He's. I remember when he was in the public league, he was like six two. And he he shot through, and he shot up like David Robinson did. You know, David Robinson was supposed to be a submarine guy. Well, yeah, right. And then all of a sudden, he shot up five six inches in one year. Why anybody wants to be in a submarine? I oh. went on the U-505 and I panicked. Wow, I mean, you know, right. I was at the Museum of Science and Industry. Right, going, yes. I forget love about that. it. Yeah. Please don't dive. They go, we're already underground. I go, sorry. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I panicked on the Disneyland submarine. Submarine life? I don't think I could handle that. That's, Can uh, you imagine? No. Six months in a sub? No. No huh? way. No way. And like any weird noise you'd hear, I'd be worried. I it's 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 freaky. Just how would you it. like to have depth charges shot at you? Uh, and you're sitting there, and the lights are blinking on and off, I'm and the out. next one's going to hit you square. Get out, out of here. If not for me. I'm out. I'm with you. You actually grow up wanting to do that. No, not me. God bless those guys. I know. No kidding. Man, uh, tomorrow night Lakers will try to close out the Nuggets. Mike L.A. is going to lay about six points again. It looks like tomorrow. I mean, Denver, we know it's been a great run. Rally back from 3-1 in each of its first two series. I mean, it's impossible for them to do it again, isn't it? Why? Oh, how do you do it three straight times? Well, I'm rooting against LeBron. That's it. He's turned into the Darth Vader, the villain, if you will, of the NBA. You know, I, I read something the other day that was amazing to me. Saw something the other day. Since 2012, okay? Mm-hmm. And this would never happen with Jordan. Viewership's down 45% in the NBA. Since 2012? Well, wow. right. 
And I can't believe that, Neither but that's what I, I read. I mean, the, the TV numbers I had thought the last couple of years were very good. That's what I thought. Hmm. But but not when they're like the Jordan years, I don't think. And plus this year, if they're throwing in this year, it's sort of like, are you kidding me? Yeah. I mean, you, I, I still love LeBron and Anthony Davis, though, to end up winning the whole thing, though, at the end. I think so, too. I think they're just too good. Uh, we've got college football this weekend with yes. the SEC opening up its season. Alabama opens up at Missouri, laying a Our huge back. number, 27 and a half, 20 hours. Yeah, Coach O's back. Yeah, yeah Coach O. Who won? <laughs> Who won the SEC? Uh, LSU. I didn't. You brought up Bama. <laughs> Who are they? Why are you bringing Bama? They. Uh, By the way, I've been jogging. You 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 lost Joe Burrow, Coach. That's why I'm bringing up Who? Bama. Oh yeah, I had a chest pain. <laughs> no, I'll keep this side. They're 16, 17 point favorites. You know. Oh my. God. Uh, against Miss State, so yes. you know, and I and I got a read on them, a good read on. Do them. you on LSU? On LSU, I yeah. got a good read on LSU. But getting a good read from me, it's like I had to. I, I was supposed to go to California, and I landed in New York. Yeah. That's my reads lately. <laughs> I'm just being straight up, but I do got a good read on that. Okay, so that's one of the. We'll hear about that in a little bit. Well, I don't know. I didn't okay. say that. Oh, I, right. I I sort of lean. Okay, a little lean yeah. here. Lean action. Yeah, with the purple and gold, ladies okay. and gentlemen. I like it. I like it. It's Mississippi State. You know. Yeah, I uh, yeah I, I I'm kind of with you on that. I got a. They're one of the night. They're one of the whole league full of doormats, except for Alabama and LSU. I got a little lean in an SEC game too. It's a top twenty-five matchup. I, I, to me, I think the points are probably the play if I'm going to play that game. Kentucky getting the touchdown. I kind of like it a little bit. Now, the Cats have never been good there. Look, they're 2-12 and no. all-time at Auburn. I think they're just 6-26-1 all-time in the series. But, you know, they get an experienced quarterback back. It's a, it's a Kentucky team that has made tremendous strides in the last couple of years. Look, Kentucky football is nothing. To, they don't have to be embarrassed anymore. I it's know, not just a basketball school. They've been pretty good then, pretty competitive. The last they're going to years. Auburn, seven and a half. I sort of would lean Auburn on okay. this. We're going to, one of us, one of us is going to, we're going to have, both, both of us are going to have great, great lean. I could just feel it now, but I think I disagree with you on this one. Okay. I just think that Auburn. Auburn's the class, the more of the class, yeah. They're more class. You got Bo Nix. You got the best quarterback for sure. Hey, if it's basketball, game. forget it. I'm taking Kentucky. Every time. I'm taking Cal. <laughs> I'm taking Coach Cal every time. There's no That's doubt right. about it. Uh, you got Georgia laying a huge number. You see, you know, they've had to redo the schedule, obviously. Some of these matchups weren't even supposed to happen. Uh, but it, I find it so interesting that Arkansas had to change coaches again because they've been so bad. Um, and now the new coach is one of Kirby Smart's old assistants. And wouldn't you know it, that's the matchup in the first week here. Kirby Smart and the Bulldogs go on the road laying a huge number, four touchdowns at Arkansas. I mean, you see that in the SEC, and you're like, man, I want to grab those points. But then you remember, well, it's COVID, and the stadiums won't be as full, and it's all kinds of crazy. But Arkansas has lost 19 consecutive wow. conference games, Mike. 19. Dan Hampton right now is not oh, a happy man. He's poor Dan, can't believe it. He's like, no. what, what the hell's happening? What the hell happened? By the way, Florida, who are they playing? Uh, Florida, uh, Florida's a good game this weekend, too. It's Florida and, why am I blanking on it? Mississippi? Right uh, it is. It's Florida and Mississippi, yes. All right, Florida's minus 13 and a half. I'd sort of lean yes. Florida. I like Florida. Yeah. And it's another one where you've got the home team 
is in the SEC, you know, normally like you'd be all over a lot of this. You're, you got a home team in the SEC catching two touchdowns like that. I think Florida's the class there with the experience at quarterback. No doubt about it, Mike. Florida's the fifth-ranked team in the country with high hopes going into this season. And if I'm going to lean, I'm going to lean with you on that. Uh, I think Florida is definitely the class in that. And team. also, I'll never forget, when I was in the United States Army, proud veteran as I am, I was at Fort Riley, Kansas, and uh, I lived in Manhattan, Kansas. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the greatest, some of the greatest years of my life. I thought, you know, I was going to Vietnam, and I ended up at, you know, Manhattan, Manhattan. Yeah. living in a, an apartment cl- complex filled with college kids. And we went to the Oklahoma games, and I'll never forget when Oklahoma came in with, this is how old I am, folks, Steve Grogan. Oh, okay? I saw Joe Washington play, and and... Oklahoma would always thump them. And Oklahoma, even though it's not at Kansas State, is a 28-point favorite. Yeah. Kansas State notoriously. Uh, not, outside of the Snyder years, but I was there during the Vince Gibson years. So, you, yeah, I was going to say you were before Bill Snyder. Oh, right? my yeah. God. Vince Gibson, 1973-74. They've built two new stadiums since I left. Wow. You know? But I'll tell you right now, Oklahoma always owns Kansas State. How about that? And they're laying a big number, like Mike said, 28 yep. at home against K-State. Our best plays are coming up. Jim Miller is coming up. Gulp. Uh, or Jimmy Miller was – he hit – did he hit all three last week? He hit, uh, he he hit two out of three. No, he hit all three. No, he he hit did the winner it. and the third one, which wasn't a big winner. But then the other two, he got a, a win and a show, I think. God, a, a, place a, a place in a show. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. He's getting it done for us. Oh, Thank my God. God. Thank God, Jimmy. Making we, I, you know what? I, I, I tried. I remembered two picks last week at Woodbine, but yes. then I didn't do them. Yeah, I had them last week. It was good stuff. No, I decided I'm going to go my own way. Off the cliff. <laughs> All right, Jim Miller from Hawthorne. When Jimmy! we come back, uh, don't go anywhere. We still got more to do. The Odds Couple is coming right back. Entering the home stretch of the Odds Couple presented by Prop Swap. It's Carmen DeFalco and Mike North. And it's that time in the show where we talk to the one guy actually giving out winners in the last couple of weeks on this show. Yeah, thank, thank God, God for the galloping gent. He is at Hawthorne Jim on Twitter. Make sure you follow him. Big stuff coming up at Hawthorne starting next weekend. Jim Miller is Jimmy! Jimmy, what's up, buddy? The, the, the third red meat, the fall meat starts next Friday, right? Yeah, and I'll tell you guys, it's craziness right now at Hawthorne because we're the only track left in the United States that actually does a track conversion from a harness surface to a thoroughbred surface. So what that means is you're taking a one-mile oval from inside to out, adding eight, eight inches of dirt all the way around, making it perfectly conform, making it smooth, making it ready to go, and we're doing it in about 72 hours. So it's amazing the work that gets done in such a quick period of time. But, yeah, we're coming back with Thoroughbreds next weekend and going through the end of the year. That's pretty incredible. I didn't know you guys were the only track that still does that. So the Thoroughbred meet is uh, coming up. That'll be fabulous. You mentioned us last week how uh, the handle's been up. I mean, people are into it. It couldn't be easier because you could do it all from your phone right now, from your tablet, uh, with the Club Hawthorne app. I mean, that's what's made the last couple months so successful, right, Jim? Yeah, and it really has. And, and it, it was nice to see. We got the final numbers for the end of the meet. And average day this year compared to average day last year, we were actually up 34% this year. So wow. it's amazing to see the difference. But like we've talked about time and again, is early on when we returned, you had those who were betting professional sports who didn't have professional sports to wager on. And a lot of people moved over to horse racing. And now we've seen a lot of people stuck around. So that's a good thing. And even if they're not betting as much, the interest is still there. And that's what we want to try to maintain 
but it definitely did show in the wagering number. So a, a positive meet in the end for the uh, summer harness meet. You know, uh, we're struggling, me and Carm, early with our picks, Jimmy. And I was wondering when uh, you have jockeys that are struggling with their with their horses or they're not getting good mounts, how much of the responsibility is on the jockey? And uh, do jockeys, are there certain jockeys that certain owners say, hey, he's not riding for me, he's not that good? Is it the same oh, yeah. in that sport as any other? Yeah, and it goes in waves. If you have a guy that's on fire, everybody wants him. And if you have a guy that's struggling, everybody stays away from him like the plague. And then all it takes is one three-win day, and and all of a sudden he's back in everyone's favor. But the one thing that you kind of see when guys are struggling is basically the best way to fix things for them is to just put them on a horse that's going to get right there on the lead and kind of take the thought process out of it. Try to make the front take them the whole way around, and that's the way they may ride. And sometimes guys will press a little bit and maybe ride a race that isn't tactically smart, but the better ones usually find a way to figure out to get those victories, but that's also why they're the better ones because they don't get in those big slumps either. So not only does the uh, harness, the fall, uh, excuse me, the fall thoroughbred meet start for you guys next week, we got uh, Preakness action next week, right, Jim? And it's crazy because you got the Preakness coming up, and it's interesting because Tis the Law was the one that people were kind of waiting to see what was going to happen. The horse that won the Belmont, horse that finished second in the Kentucky Derby, and they just announced last week that they're going to bypass the Preakness. Mm. They're going to wait for the Breeders' Cup, which is coming up, in another month after the Preakness. And I think that's the smart move because we talked going into the Derby that they put a race in a month before the Derby and raced the horse a month before. And you tend to wonder if that took a little bit out of Tisla Law going into the Derby, just enough to beat the horse. So now they're going back to kind of their typical training pattern, spacing things out a little bit more. So the Preakness will be interesting, and we'll definitely focus on that next weekend. But tis the law, waiting for the Breeders' Cup, and I think that's a smart move. All right, you gave out winners last week. Let's do it again. What do we like for this weekend, Jim? Everything on the West Coast this weekend. Go to Santa Anita on Saturday. They have seven stakes races on the Saturday card, so we're going to start out in race number seven, the $300,000 Rodeo Drive. It's a mile and a quarter on the turf. Bet this horse across the board. It's the four horse, Mucho Unusual. This one, five to one in the morning line. Good tactical speed. Four of the last six races in a grade one company. It is a great name. So you're going to like that. You're going to like the next horse's name even better, Mike. Because go to race eight after that. Again, bet this horse across the board. The one horse, Touchdown Brown. Yes. Five to one again in the uh, morning line. Rail stretches out, has speed, a game effort in their last. And this is a horse that at that five to one price, I think you'll get all of that. In honor of my guy, Gale Sayers, man. That's right. There you go. In honor of Gale Sayers. Exactly. So two perfect names for you. And then race number nine. Try to beat the favorite. The favorite is going to be six to five, maybe shorter. A horse by the name of United. Try to beat that horse. Bet the two horse, Originaire, win in place, seven to two in the morning line. This is the only one with a chance to upset. Race close to United and a start two back. And you just want to beat a horse that's probably going to be three to five. So we'll try to beat that horse. See if we can catch a little bit more of a price. Three horses tomorrow at Santa Anita. Race seven, the four horse across the board. Race eight, the one horse across the board. And then in race nine, the two horse win and place. Sound right? That's right, boys. Right. Let's make more money. Let's do it, Jimmy. Keep up the good work. We'll talk Jimmy! to you next week. See you, pal. All right, you got it, guys. Take care. Jim Miller at Hawthorne Gym. So those are the three races. I'm sorry. That's season. that's what my mother said <laughs> up to, up to me. Mucho unusual Mucho back unusual. in the day. Yeah. That's a great name. Uh, you mentioned Gail Sayers. We'd be remiss if we didn't say something. I mean, you saw him play. I did not. Uh, thank goodness for the internet and YouTube and stuff like that because mm-hmm. I've been able to always go back and watch highlights of uh, Gail Sayers. And Yurk and I talked about earlier in the week, Mike, when it happened. Yurk's mm-hmm. too young to even remember 
Gail Sears playing. His career was so, uh, so mm-hmm. short because of the injury, but so brilliant. I mean, you put him in any era, and Gail Sears would have been great. He was so incredible as an athlete. He was amazing to watch move and run and cut. He had it all, didn't he? Well, first of all, uh, greatest draft ever, first round, Butkus and Sayers, number one. Uh, number two, Gail uh, Sayers, to me, uh, I watched every game he was in. I loved the man, and then I ended up working with the man. Yeah. Along with, I got to work with Walter Payton, so how blessed am I? And I, I worked with the two maybe greatest running backs in the history of the game. Gale was a humble guy until you brought up other running backs. He thought he was the best that ever lived. Yeah. He, I, the, my favorite, my, he, a couple of our, uh, discussions we had, uh, he said to, I said to him, was Marshall Falk better than you? Was Barry Sanders better than you? And he said, none of them were better than me. Tell Barry Sanders he's got to run in 10 degree weather <laughs> on hard mud at Wrigley Field. He says, I, and he also told me this, if I got to run indoors and leave my home and run indoors, I would have been in 14 games, the first 2,000 yard rusher. Mm. Unbelievable. Yeah. Great, great player. Pretty incredible. Um, Mike, let's do, uh, let's do it. Let's try to give out our best plays and let's hope they're a little bit what better. What do you mean try? We're we doing try right every now. week. We're what? busting our tail. Look, I got to get you up a little bit. You're a little down. I got to show my leadership here. So, I got to show by example. I'm terrified. So, I'm so, so scared. I know you I like, am so scared. Now, I know you like the Saints, right? You like the home team. Well, yeah, the here's what I'm going to take, ladies and gentlemen. First of all, on Carmen and Yurko, I took the Jets plus 11 and a half. I took the over in that game, 44. And I also am taking Vegas plus six. Now, my other three picks, ladies and gentlemen, I'm taking New Orleans minus three over Green Bay. Drew Brees gets it done. Uh, Packers hit the skids a little bit. I'm also, and this is nothing to laugh at, ladies and gentlemen, I'm taking the uh, Ravens uh, minus uh, the three and a half in that game. And last but not least, yeah, I'm piling on, baby. I'm feeling good. Oh, yeah. I am taking Cincinnati in NCAA football, 230 game, minus 13 against Army. I like it. All right. I got a dog in the NFL. I'm going to go. The Vikings have not been great, and they lost another defensive player with Anthony Barr going out. But Vikings are 6-3 and three against the number as a dog at home under Mike Zimmer. I think they're extremely desperate this week looking at 0-3. They're getting two and a half, three points at home against the Titans. I like the Vikings. Are they the more Vikings. desperate than us? Uh, yeah, maybe a little yeah, bit. They, they got are. a little bit more yeah. on the line, I think, actually. And oh, then oh, I was, yeah, really. I was on the wrong side. How about of... their mental state? It's not like mine. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the wrong side with Miami last week. I'm going to go with Miami as the favorite this week. I think uh, the only thing that worried me a little was, are they going to be reading the press clippings that Miami's back? But I, it What's sounds the line like in that game? eleven. It sounds like Manny Diaz, their head coach, has done a good job of convincing them that we're not talking about being back until we're really back. They're playing a Florida State team that was uh, terrible in its opener and lost to Georgia Tech as a touchdown favorite, lost outright. And now their head coach is not with them because he has tested positive for COVID. Mike Norvell uh, was not able to finish the week this week and will not be able to coach. De'Ara King has looked great so far. This will be the best defense he faces yet. But I think Miami has a lot of confidence after an impressive road win last week. I like Miami at home in that great rivalry game. Against great. Florida and by State. the way, you folks can fade us. I don't want to hear. I heard one one guy gave me a hard time. You don't come into my Twitter handle. It's my bar. 
and make money off us for four years, make money off us last year, yeah. and then give me grief. We put our we put our records up. We ain't running from nobody. That's right. It's going to start to turn around. I know it. Uh, we've been at it, it too better. Long. Otherwise, we... you know what? It better because you know I tried to jump out the window. The only problem was I was in the basement. <laughs> Thank God, be put you in the basement. She put me in the basement. <laughs> she knew she better. She made me rib Sunday night. She they knew. tasted okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, Mike. Have a great weekend. Happy right, wagering, uh, Randy Merkin. Thank you Randy. as always, Sean Davis. Sean A. Encore replay tomorrow. NBA hoops from the bubble coming up. Jimmy Bucket and the Heat looking to punch the ticket to the NBA Finals. Everybody, have a great weekend. Enjoy all the action, baseball, football, and everything else. And we'll see you next week on The Odds Couple. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports.